When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Charlie Parsons for Boxing Social in association with William Hill and Empire Fight Store. Edward, it is a lovely Friday. Woke up, go for a little run, then we've done a little gym session. Fine, you boy. Flying you after after pulling out on the run yesterday, you are flying boy. Great, isn't it? I mean, isn't it nice to have a bit of sunshine on the back? Two gym sessions a day, eating well, massive show tomorrow night. Life is good, baby. Life is good. We're blessed. We must always. Do you know? What I was thinking uh, earlier. I was thinking that I want to. I, I would like to start before every meal. I would like to say a grace. Really. Yeah. I was not expecting that no, from you. It's a random thing to say, but I just feel like we need to be more thankful and grateful. Like we need to be thankful and grateful that we wake up in the morning, but we need to be thankful and grateful for the food that is provided for us, you know, for the life that we're given. And I used to sit at tables sometimes and people would do grace, and I'd think, but actually I think it's a great thing to do. I think I'm going to try and see if my kids will do that with me. I think it's a very... Good, great thing to laugh teach. when you propose, but I think it's a great thing to teach kids about being grateful, you know, because I don't think any of us are grateful enough. Good days, bad days, we should always be grateful. Off you go, son. I'll tell you something I'm not grateful for this bloody t shirt. I'm going to zoom out and show. No, it's just you need to size up. Size up, look at the size of it, mate. As I said, I've asked you to tag in this new company like five times you've not done it 120 lino l-i-n-o been buying the stuff now the uh hoodie the linen hoodie that i had on yesterday was also the same brand i've been buying this stuff now for probably like a year been getting it from mr porter and i recently found uh a, a shop 120 lino shop in america bought this now it was in the sale and you might ask yourself or say to yourself, I know why. But I don't know how you could not like it. I think it's a lovely colour. I think it brings out my eyes. Um, and I think, yeah, I'm very comfortable with it. So. 
<laughs> no, that's actually caught me off guard, that. Um, look, let's go straight into it. We just had the weigh-in here. Richardson Hitchens have paid her, kicked off a little bit. We knew it wouldn't at the press conference, but nice to see Richardson sort of just give it to Yeah, it was all friendly stuff. It was like, he said, I'm going to show you unbelievable skill levels tomorrow night. And Zapeda just said, mate, I've heard it all before. I've seen everything. He said, you ain't seen anything like this, I promise. Like, Richardson Hitchens believes that he is a pure standout talent. Like, I'm talking Haney, Stevenson, Tank. He believes he's on that level. He's got the amateur recognition and pedigree. A lot of people in the sport believe he is on that level. And Jose Zapeda is the kind of fight you can show that. So this is an absolute coming out moment for Richardson Hitchens tomorrow night. And it's going to be a very tough fight because Zapeda looks ready. He's got uh, Manny Robles and everybody in the team ready to go. I think it's a tremendous fight, I really do. Just a quick one, why is Conor Ben higher up in the card than Jessica McCaskill and Sandy Ryan? Because, you know, I saw this yesterday from, I think, um, Amanda Serrano tweeted. If you want um, to have equality, you have to judge every fight on its, on its commercial merit, right? And I'm just going to be completely honest with you and, and, and plain and simple. There is more eyeballs, there is more interaction, there is certainly obviously more controversy, there is more news source involvement, there is a greater viewing figure number for the Conor Ben fight than Ryan McCaskill. And if you want equality, it can't, you can't just say just because a fight has, there's not nothing to do with handing it out, just because a fight is unified, The value of the fight goes above it. And I just have to say, Conor Ben is one of the biggest stars in the sport. Love it, hate it, there's there's controversy, like the the um, you know the interactions this week, the digital interactions, the media interactions has gone through the roof. And and that's the honest truth. Like Ryan against McCaskill is an unbelievable fight, but we shouldn't just put it there because in this case, that was why the decision was made, and, and you know that's the honest truth. Let me pick up on that. You talk about the reaction to Conor Ben's return um, from the start of the week to now. How has it gone? Has it gone? Have you, um, you imagined? Obviously, a lot of naysayers, a lot of people that are supporting. Him. Absolutely, you know, a lot of um, uh, ruffled feathers. Some people very happy to see him back. Some people not happy to see him back. Just as expected, really. Um, you know, I think we've been through a million times this week the fact that he is able to box and therefore he is going to box and. He does that this Saturday, and then after that, you know, we'll, we'll plan his next fight and we'll keep moving. If there ever comes a moment where he's not clear to box, he won't box. Um, but right now, as I said, he is. And, I've, you know, I think Orozco looks absolutely massive. You know, I saw him at the head-to-head, and obviously, you know, you have to understand, Conor Ben is a small 154, and he's going to be a small 160 when he fights Chris Eubank. But it's going to be really interesting. I, I like the fact he's fighting a a light middleweight in this fight and not a blown up light welterweight so Orozco has been training he said for eight nine weeks for another fight so listen it's an opportunity for a lifetime I hope Connor can go in and do a job on it Michael Mazzulli, the head of the Association Boxing Commissions and Combative Sports, ABC, saying the Florida Commission could not find sufficient reason to deny the ring return of the drug offender, Conor Ben. Mazzulli expressed his frustrations with the British Boxing Board of Control, saying he never as much received as a phone call from Robert Smith. Mazzulli said the absence to firm opposition from Smith to Ben's appearance left the Florida Commission with no other credible alternative but to allow Ben to fight. The British Boxing Board of Control have not been cooperative not providing enough information for the ABC 
uh, and the organisation to leave Bent on the suspension and to finalise no contact at all with the British board. Right, OK. Well, they told us they're going to speak. I know the Florida Commission spoke to the board. The ABC obviously have reached out to the board several times, judging by that yeah. statement, and they haven't gone back to them. Uh, but it was confirmed but to the ABC, obviously by all the releases from UCAD, that he's no longer suspended. If the board had a problem with it, I'm sure, or could have had a problem with it, I'm sure they would have replied to the ABC. Very strange that the board have not replied to the ABC. The ABC is the, you know, the, the overriding commission in America. I mean, out of respect, really, you should be going back yeah. to them. But when we spoke to the ABC and they told us that they're in contact with the British Boxing Board of Control. Um, it was confirmed through all their research that Conor Benny's no longer suspended. If the board just ignored them, very strange. Um, but if they had a problem and he wasn't cleared, they would have replied to the email. Um, and I know Robert Smith said he spoke to the commission, so I'm not sure what commission he spoke to. I think it might have been Florida Commission. Um, quite right in that statement, Florida Commission have no reason not to licence him because guess what, he's not suspended anywhere in the world and he's cleared to fight. A Channel 4 documentary will be airing at 7pm tonight, it is currently 6.40 uh, UK time back home, uh, investigating multiple accusations of racism, sexism, Islamophobia from key figures in boxing against the British Boxing Board of Control. What are your thoughts? I didn't know anything about that, I mean it's a horrendous, I, I just saw the tweet didn't know anything about the programme, didn't know anything against the racist accusations against the board, etc. Um, I haven't really got a comment on it. I guess I'll watch it or I'll try and digest what all these allegations is. I understand it. there's quite a few allegations against the board. Um, honestly, without knowing the substance of those, I don't really think I should comment. Obviously, it's a very serious um, allegation against the British Boxing Board of Control and I'm sure they'll deal with it. Anthony Joshua's next fight. I spoke to Frank Smith this morning. He said that you sort of want to have something finalised within the next one to two weeks, really, if it's in December. Um, you got a sort of couple of names that you're able to give us what yeah, we want? I'll give you one name, Deontay Wilder. I mean, you know, I had good conversations with Shelley Finkel yesterday. We want to make the fight with them. Obviously, you know, we received an offer, we accepted the offer, as did Deontay Wilder, and now at the moment we can't move forward with that but we do have other offers that have come in and we have other opportunities to do that in other locations so you know I made it clear to Shelley last night that uh, we want to make the fight we'll speak to AJ about a couple of offers that have come in and you know hopefully we can go straight into that fight you've had offers yes yes you stage that fight yes from other sites than Saudi Arabia correct. any in the Middle East correct in the Middle East yes Abu Dhabi not commenting any further we have to digest them we have to speak to them about when that fight would take place obviously originally it's January there's now talks of potentially February or March do we fight in December so lots to discuss but you know as far as names go one name really that is the main focus for the next fight and that remains Deontay Wilder uh, Malik Scott's comments uh, he said it would be a lot more electrifying a lot more entertaining um, if so, sorry actually let me pick back up on that um, saying that Deontay Wilder is would be the most exciting heavyweight champion in boxing uh, it'd, look, it'd be a lot more electrifying a lot more entertaining when he fights people at the edge of their seat there's never been a heavy, heavyweight with his type of power these other guys are corny they're just corny individuals who's he referring to? the other heavyweights out there ok yeah I mean uh, I think Deontay Wilder is extremely exciting um, I think he has not one elite victory on his resume. I don't think he's ever beaten a top five heavyweight.
in his whole career. Frank Warren is calling for Joshua Dubois. He said, and I quote, let's see who really has the bigger heart and power. Well, I mean, when we talk about heart, and I, I don't want to criticise Daniel Dubois, because if, but if you're trying to ask who has the bigger heart out of Anthony Joshua and Daniel Dubois, why don't you go back to the Vladimir Klitschko fight when he got hit by a right hand that would have decapitated most heavyweights, went down, got off his arse at eight or nine, and then got up about, what, five times against Andy Ruiz? Never once sat on his knee, looked in the referee's eyes, waited for him to count to ten, and then rose to his feet. You ever question AJ's heart, especially against someone that has twice allowed himself to be counted out in fights while being on his knee? Please, we know who has the most heart. Daniel Dubois is a very talented young heavyweight. Who knows, a fight with AJ, I think it's a good heavyweight fight, but obviously that fight can't happen right now because Daniel Dubois has appealed, and I'm sure he's, that rematch is going to get ordered uh, between Usyk and Dubois because of the low blow. Uh, let me just fly through the rest of these. Uh, what do you make of Anthony Yard's opponent tomorrow? He's the guy who boxed Kieran Conway in his comeback fight over six rounds, right? I think they had an injury. Look, you know, I, I don't. One of the problems, and I'm just going to. This is. I'm not backing up Frank Warren, but when you don't have the budget for the undercard, right? And this is not. I'm not saying they don't have the budget in general. I'm saying Zhang against Joyce is a very expensive fight. Anthony Yard is a very expensive fighter to put on. And one of the problems with boxing is whatever Frank has to pay Anthony Yard for, for Saturday, he has no money left for the opponent. Right? Also, the management team of Anthony Yard, quite right, protecting the fighter, would say, hang on a minute, we've just boxed better BF. We just had a war, we just want a run out. We don't want a tough fight. And then Frank wants to spend as little as possible on the opponent. And sometimes we do the same. Like, I'm not, it's not a pop in. So it's, a, it's an absolute horrendous mismatch. I mean, like, and you're just coming off a fantastic performance against Betterbeer. And I feel like there's a few times in Yard's career where he's actually had really appalling opposition. And it's actually affected his value and his momentum because he's really good. Like, and he showed that against Betterbeer. He doesn't need to be fighting these guys, Jorge Silva or whatever his name is. I mean, he doesn't need to be fighting those guys. He's a very good heavyweight that should be preparing himself for another massive fight. But I get it. And listen, Joyce Zhang, you have to give props to uh, BT and to Frank. They've put it on non-pay-per-view. I'm sure at some point it's almost like, and I don't think it would have done overly well on pay-per-view, but it's an expensive fight. And I think they've done well to give that as a regular fight on Saturday fight night. Sometimes when that happens, the undercard gets jeopardised. I've been there before. I've done it myself. So on this occasion, I think it's a terrible opponent for Anthony Yard. I think it's a waste of time. But I also understand the predicament of not having the budget to bring in a guy for 150 grand and make a good fight for Anthony Yard. And Tunde Joe is probably also going, hang on a minute, we just boxed better beer, please. You know. Two more quick ones. I know there's a bit of a queue. Um, Anthony Yard then came out and said that he thinks the Boatsy fight is now more likely now that Josh Boatsy's with a new promoter and not with yourself. What do you make of those comments? Mm, maybe. I mean, I think... I don't know. I mean, again, you hear... like Of all the bullshit rumours you hear probably 20% are true but I hear that Boatsy Aziz is not happening on uh, 
Pardon? October 20th. It's just what I've heard. Again, probably rubbish. But I think the winner of that fight against Yard is a good fight. Um, and I think that's the right fight for Anthony Yard. I've got to pick up on that, Ed. You said that you're expecting that Dan Aziz and Josh Boatsy not no, to happen. It's just some room, you know, like like I said, most thing you read, 10% is true, 20% is true. But that's one of the things that I've seen. So we should, I guess time will tell. Okay, just finally from me then, uh, Joe Joyce, £25 or something heavier. Um, I know that you gave a prediction earlier on in the week, but this is, does this change anything? I mean, significant change. I mean, I was surprised by the weight, but then when you think about it, I guess last time he came in light to try and move. Moving is not his forte. What his forte is, he's unbelievably strong and he's unbelievably tough. Now, is he still tough and robust after the damage he's taken in his career and the damage he took in his last fight? So he's coming, what, 25 pounds heavier than the last fight, which is nearly two stone. He's coming 10 pounds heavier than his... I mean, I don't like it, but you know what he's trying to do. He's going to try and bulldoze Zile Zhang. I think it's a really good fight. Um, I spoke to Scooter, who's uh, the S&C coast coach in uh, New York, very credible uh, trainer, who's been training Zhang for this fight. And he said Zile Zhang is in unbelievable condition. So I'll be tuning in. I think it's a great fight, and I really like Zile Zhang, but I hope Joe Joyce, obviously the Brit, can get the win. I think he'll get stopped, but I also wouldn't be surprised if he weathered the storm and stopped Zhang late. So really good fight and looking forward to it. Edward, thank you very much. Final message ahead of tomorrow's card tomorrow night? Just tune in. It's a fantastic card from before the bell to all the way to the main event. Obviously the return of Connor Connor Ben, but also a fantastic card top to bottom. And uh, enjoy before we head back to the UK for Apatia Thompson et al. next week. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.